Welcome to Back to the Shack. I am your host, Big Bad Blair. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening, please. As always, like and share. You can't shut me up. You can't dumb me down. I'm tireless. I'm wireless. I'm your alpha male on beta blockers. All right. Truckers for Freedom is is uh, is like trending hardcore on, uh, on Twitter. <clears throat> and I noticed something since I, I was on fascist Facebook in one day. I hashtagged workers for freedom, and I, it's already starting to trend. And that's what I want. I want the workers to start realizing two years we've been risking our lives for this deadly virus, this deadly virus that shuts down our national economy because our money is affected by this virus. That we need to shut down our resource sector. We need to shut down everything within our country because of this virus. Do you not see how stupid that sounds? And now, like, for two years, a lot of people have been working. And now they're... And since, since September in Manitoba, you've been deemed unfit to work because you will not partake in a medical procedure and you don't need to. Because it is not necessary, not when this virus has a survivability rate of 99.98. And that's for the people under the age of 65. So, where's your line? Where's your line in the sand? Because I know a lot of people that just took the shot because they didn't want to lose their jobs. And then they hear about the booster shot, and they're just like, well, fuck that, I don't want the booster shot. Then walk. We take a walk. As a nation, we go for a walk, we walk together. Because I'm tired of this. For a year and a half, I've been working and hoping and hoping that a worker, like somebody in, that's been working these past two years, would stand up and say, enough. And I thought it would be somebody else because I didn't want it to be me. Everybody has a purpose in life. This is my purpose, to unite the workers of this country. And to tell them we need to follow suit with the truckers. I was waiting for the truckers to make this. Because I discussed this in an earlier podcast with with a friend of mine who is a trucker. Goose is still doing his thing. He's still trucking. But he doesn't do he doesn't do the cross border. He doesn't go to the south. He just goes cross country. But he keeps it local. Right now he's keeping it local because he doesn't want to quarantine. So with the workers going and converging on Ottawa, the next phase is to take their money away. We stop paying them. That's why a nation strike is inedible. This is the way, this is what they want so they can try to roll in martial law and try to label the truckers as a terrorist organization when they're the ones that have been keeping food on people's tables by delivering these goods and services for Canadians. But it's also the cashiers, the stock boys, and 
everybody and the grocery managers and gas station attendants and the clerks and the cashiers and anybody that has hold, held a job in the past two years because when I start when this all started I was working at a gas station I wasn't a security officer I was a gas station attendant and they were trying to teach me that I needed to wash my hands after I pumped every so like I think it was like five cars I needed to go wash my hands even if I was wearing gloves in the middle of winter I needed to take off my gloves and go wash my hands after pumping five cars like fuck off no you're teaching me how to wash my hands. To me, that was a red flag. That's when I was like, okay, I hope a worker stands up because this isn't right. This is kind of like, kind of invasive. Like, why? These are measures that shouldn't be taken. Because any grown adult knows how to wash their fucking hands. And then I went to security. I was forced to quit my job, guys. I lost work. Then they asked me for my medical information so they can get me work. No. No. Not for government contract. Like, not when the company only has government contracts and they expect me to take a shot that would have, would, where it would run the high risk of me dying. So, I quit. And I went to a company that promised that they wouldn't ask and all that and, you know, made sure like, you know, they would protect my interests. Uh, the last conversation I had with my supervisor, I told him that if the client wants my medical records that badly, they can, they can subpoena me and I'll see them in court. That's the only way they will get my medical records from me because there is such a thing as doctor-patient confidentiality. Justin Trudeau wants to preach cabinet confidentiality. Well, guess what, Justin? Doctor-patient confidentiality, bitch. Workers have rights. We don't listen to you. You are not our employer. When I got hired by my previous company, Securitas, I didn't get hired by Justin Trudeau and the Liberal Party. No, I got hired by Securitas. Just like when I got employed with the gas station, I got hired by co-op and the manager at co-op, not Justin Trudeau, not Mayor Bowman, not Brian Pallister. They don't run those, those ga the gas station and security companies because the security companies are a private sector and Brian Pallister treated that as if it was a public sector and, and froze wages. On, a, on, private sec on the private sector. So, I experienced the weight, the hours loss. I switched, I switched companies for lesser hours, but better pay in hopes that this would fucking end. That in hopes that somebody would step up and then I started getting more and more frustrated as the days got by, especially when I'm being publicly shamed because I'm not wearing a mask. Because I refuse to wear a mask. I refuse to hide my face because I don't see any sense in it. Because why are you covering your nose? I don't know anybody that sneezes through their nose. I don't know anybody that coughs through their nose. Sneezing and coughing through your nose, guess what? That can cause... 
ear damage and damage to your eardrums. But, you know, disregard that entirely. But that's the thing that Mayor Bowman and uh, Heather Stephenson Pallister and uh, Rusinolini have forgotten. That we, well, one, uh, Rusin is an unelected, appointed government official. He has no power whatsoever. Mayor Bowman can relinquish whatever power he, he has to Brent Rusin, but it, it's not solid because there's no emergency. The state of emergency in Manitoba ends on February 1st. And that's when we walk, we should all walk. That's why I'm trying to hashtag workers for freedom, mandate freedom, and workers' rights. Because we have rights as workers, and that is the right to refuse any medical treatment that we do not deem necessary or need or any invasive procedures like PCR testing, PCR testing, rapid testing, basically all indications to prove that you're healthy. The QR code, as I said, is an indication of slavery. That's all it shows. It shows that you're a slave. You're a slave to the digital era. You're a slave to your devices. I will never download any government app. I would never relinquish that type of, that kind of control or power to them. I will continue to work. I'll continue to fight because I've dug my heels in. And when I say to the workers that I've been publicly shamed, I will walk into, say, Tim Hortons before I go into work. And I get approached by a he by a guy that has eaten three or four too many Big Macs. And tells me that I'm not wearing a mask and I need to leave. I need to get out. Because I'm not following orders. And then when I say that, you know, Nazis follow or Nazis were just following orders too. He laughed. I'm like, I wasn't trying to be funny. I was being serious. And then when I brought up my uh, credentials, like me going through radio and television broadcasting and working at the same time, and I got laughed at for that by the same individual, then I bring up the fact that I have a medical exemption. He laughs at me and says, yeah, right, I bet you do. That's when I lost it. When you provoke an individual, I will not let you get two words in. I will ruin your fucking day. I will make you look like a coward. I'll make you look like the small, weak, little beta bitch that you really are. I'm not wearing a proper mask because, one, it's fucking minus 30 out. I'll wear my fucking neck warmer, thank you. I'm not risking getting fucking sick. I'm not missing fucking work. I'm proving a fucking point. Two fucking years, guys, I've worked, haven't been tested on, haven't been coerced, haven't complied to any of their mandates, haven't taken 
any of their free money. If I take free money from them like I did from Pallister, I'm not paying that back. I'm not ta- I'm not paying taxes to pay that fucking criminal off. Guy was take is is heavily influenced by AstraZeneca. AstraZeneca. Hmm. Funny sounds familiar, eh? Isn't that the same same vaccine company that caused all these blood clots that Brian Pallister was so gung-ho about, and he even took a shot of AstraZeneca, which was administered by Brent Roussin, his first shot, his first dose, administered by Brent Roussin. Yeah, yeah, I, I trust that. I trust, I trust Brent Roussin giving, giving Pallister, you know, any type of vaccine. Bullshit. But anyway, Brian Pallister made his bank and AstraZeneca folded, so he resigned. It had nothing to do with his comments about the residential schools. It had nothing to do with that. He made his bank and he left. Because he couldn't make any more money off of AstraZeneca because AstraZeneca had their vaccine pulled. Like... But the guy at the Tim Hortons, uh, like, I'm going to get back to that. I'm going back to that. Like, I flat out told him, like, you know, you, you you comply so quickly with Justin Trudeau. It's ridiculous. You listen to his orders and his mandates. It's it's ridiculous. He's, and then he muttered, you know, something under his breath. Oh, I don't like Justin Trudeau. But I'm like, you're so quickly to comply with his orders, though. You comply with Justin Trudeau's, you're complying with a pedophile. You're complying to a traitor to Canada. You're weak-willed. You you enjoy your side effects. I'll enjoy my natural immunity. Have a good day, you fucking zombie. That's when I left. I don't address people as sheep. I don't. I find that to be kind of insulting towards them because... Some individuals were coerced into doing this, and that's not informed consent. And they, and no insurance company is going to hold anybody is holding the person taking the shot liable. They're not going to, you know, you're not going to get any insurance money from it. And the manufacturers have don't have any liability either. Then who holds the liability? Is it the employers that hired the workers? who are forcing them to take the shot in order to maintain employment, are they liable? Or is it the unions that are liable? Like, I'm trying to figure out who is liable for any damages caused to workers in this nation. And if you've received your two shots and you're refusing your third, you're unvaccinated. If you received your one shot and you refuse the second, you're unvaccinated. If you haven't taken the shot or been tested on, you're unvaccinated. You're only vaccinated for as many shots as they administer. That's the way it works. And that's what people are starting to realize. And it and it's awesome to see all these images and videos coming from across Canada and all my fellow Canadians standing together united. We need to do the same thing, but as a workforce. 
I say workers for freedom. I say workers' rights. And that's just because we've been lied to for two years. We need to start holding the people accountable. And it's time we take away their spending. We take, take away their money. We walk. Our tax dollars fuel this nation. We get taxed on the air we breathe with this bullshit carbon tax. We get, we get taxed on the water we drink. We get taxed on the electricity we use. We get taxed on any source of entertainment. We get taxed on goods and services. And that at the end of the year, at the end of the physical year, we pay your end tax. We file a tax return. That's why I say, let's take a walk. The truckers was phase one. I knew that was going to happen because Goose and I talked about that in a couple, uh, last, oh God, a few months ago. Uh, when Australia was experiencing their food shortages. So I kind of just was pondering if, that would be a course of action in Canada. And sure enough, within three months, the truckers are converging on Ottawa. And I knew that for phase two, you needed to have a guy with a solid, like, workers needed a guy with a solid voice to ring clear. And nobody stood up. Nobody stood up in the West for, to protect workers. I got your back, guys. I got your back. I'll be. I'll be your voice. I'll be your voice. So you guys want. You guys want to join this fight? Just hashtag workers for freedom. Let's take a walk. Hashtag those two, and we'll walk. We'll organize this. So the national, the the Canadian national general strike, will take effect, and we'll take back our country. And with me, I want to take back. Our province. This isn't Big Pharma's province. This is our province. We don't work for Brent Roussin. We do not work for Brian Bowman. We don't work for Heather Stephenson. We, the people, are in charge. They work for us. I said that at the rally. The only way that we can end this properly and lawfully is to take away their spending money and go on a general strike. At the time, I was speaking more of a, like a provincial way, and then when I got home after the rally, I was looking at a quote from Louis Riala, just like, this needs to be done nationally. This is the only way to get this mook out of, uh, out of office and get him to relinquish any type of fucking power he has. The House of Cards is falling, guys. It is tumbling. The smoke is clearing from the haystack that was set on fire. The smoke is clearing, it's wafting, it's sifting, and you're sifting through it, and you're seeing what's happening in the UK. You're seeing what's happening in Ireland, you're seeing what's happening in Austria, you're seeing what's happening in India, and all these other freaking countries that are lifting all these mandates and all these restrictions and all these unconstitutional and Fundamentally right infringing measures. So 
So with the labeling of the truckers as being a terrorist organization by Justin Trudeau because he's scared shitless. <clears throat> what is he going to do when, 70, when 75% of the workforce of Canada walks? Yeah, you got 25%, Justin, but guess what? 75 beats 25 any day of the week, buddy. Any day of the week. 75% beats 25%. The workers of this country, we need to walk to get our country back. And guess what? It's fitting. It's fitting because guess what? What keeps you healthy? At being active, being outside, going for a walk. All right, I'm just going to leave it at that. Uh, I, mean, I am going to try to get a goose over to my place so he and I can do a podcast and hang out and chat and shit. Because we haven't done that in a while and I'd like to have him over. So I'm going to arrange that so within the next couple weeks, Goose will be hopefully in the shack and we can chat this out and have some have some fun with uh, what's going on. All right, so I hope everybody had has a great Sunday in Manitoba. It's still a little chilly out. I got to get out and shovel. I hate fucking shoveling snow. Just got dumped on a couple days. Uh, for a couple days. It is what it is. We live in Winterpeg. All right, everybody. And again, you can't shut me up. You can't dumb me down. I'm tireless. I'm wireless. I'm your alpha male. I'm beta blockers. Have a good day, guys.